So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. I'm actually here uh, with my wife today, my lovely wife. Say hi, Shelly. Hi, everybody. Mama, <laughs> we, Mama Kahuna here. <laughs> <laughs> we really have a special show for you today because, um, and believe it or not, we're not we're going to talk about real estate, but, but not in, in a way different way than we normally do because we have some amazing guests that I think you're going to want to hear their story. And this is almost, I want to call it the relationship show today, but uh, I want to bring on Raymond and Christy Gonzalez with Summit Homebuyers. Um, they have a, a really cool podcast called Both On Board, and really it's about, uh, I'm, we're going to unpack their journey as how they became kind of husband and wife and how they manage this thing called business, you know, how it gets in the way and the relationship stuff and how to keep that home life like healthy and strong. So guys... Welcome to the show. Thank Welcome. you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. <laughs> so, can you know, it, unpack your story a little bit and kind of give us your background of who you guys are and and you know how you guys met and and and, and how you got into business and, and all that stuff. Okay, so I guess I'll start. Um, I was prior to us um, becoming an item. Uh, I was a fourth grade reading teacher for five years and then 2008 we met and that uh, was actually around the time of the whole real estate correction. So he was still, he was already in real estate. He can say his side later, but I was a teacher and I was happy. And I also saw how his lifestyle was as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, being in real estate. And little by little, I started to just get really interested in that side of the life, like that side of the business and, and, and helping him and doing all the things that he was doing on his own time and on his own schedule. So coming from an employee mindset into an entrepreneur mindset, I think is one of the biggest shifts that I had to make from 2008 to you know present day that we are now have our business together. I am no longer a teacher. 2012, I decided to retire from teaching. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not. I'm listen. The whole teaching world's missing you right now. I know this, but I, 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 I miss it too. I still miss it. Um, and I just, you know, we can go deeper and deeper into the story. But throughout all these years, just seeing um, the impact that that you know, obviously, teaching is a very impactful career, and I loved it, and I got so many great memories and things out of it. But just the fact that we've been able to kind of merge our worlds, and I was able to become you know, his sidekick in real estate and seeing all of the, the growth that we've done in the last 10 years has just been super awesome. And um, just doing it together, I think was our favorite part, Aww. which is why we started the podcast, which is why we're so passionate about, you know, meeting like-minded couples like you guys and, and just seeing how we can all make it work 
and how 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 it's just so much so, so so much more synergistic when you're doing it together, right? When you're working together, you obviously live together. You got kids together. You do, you're doing it all together. It can sound a little. Some scary. people can say that could be like a curse. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like people look at us like we're insane sometimes. I'm like, okay, yeah, you could look at it that way. But once you, we, we got our stride, once we figured things out together and we figured out what works for us, which is important because sometimes you want to copy somebody else's model or somebody else's thing. And that's absolutely not our message on um, our podcast or even on who, you know, what we talk about day to day. Like it's not about a set formula it's about figuring out together what works for you and that's really our biggest message and why we're excited to continue on this journey together and grow and learn and meet amazing people like you guys so oh, no. <laughs> thank you well, let's get your side now just that i mean we've been we've been doing real estate since whole five i did a corporate i did a ge corporate for i graduated from here from miami born and raised and i went to stanford connecticut never seen the cold right uh lower middle income and then uh <laughs> you go up there and uh you know you work corporate for two or three years and uh, like 70 80 hour work week plus school on top of that because uh, you know they they were kind of grooming you to be cfos and um, hated it. I was miserable. I, I did it. I, I finished the rotation program and then I started investing into multifamily and up in Connecticut. And I said, you know what? I want to get back to Florida, back to family. We sold most of the holdings up there, uh, came back down here. And then, you know, uh, we couldn't buy multifamily down here. Started fixing and flipping and wholesaling. And then um, kind of 07, 08, I kind of saw something coming. Mostly, we didn't have a whole bunch of rental. We sold mostly everything. We were just, you know, wholesaling. So, I uh, said, you know what? I don't really need to do this. I started just uh, taking a little time off. So when she came into my life in 08, I was already in the pimp my life stage. You know, I already had sold everything. I was living on South Beach, you know, playing semi-pro beach volleyball and working out. Like, uh, it was more of a season just to kind of unwind for me from the from the 04 to 08 going hard, you know, 15, 16 hour, you know, days. I think initially, I think, I think one of the things for us, at least for me, has been seasons to life, right? There's a spring and then spring you're planning, right? You're, 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 you're working, you're hustling for lack of, even though I don't, I'm not a fan of that word, but you're putting in the time you're, you're planting, right? Really the, the word there is planting your, and it's, you know, you're learning how to plant, especially if you're new. And I think that there's no substitute for that spring season of someone's life. They just got to do the work, right? Yeah. Sometimes I always say like, you got to sprint and marathon, right? Sometimes in life, you got to really sprint you got to put in some time, but you really got to learn how to marathon. It's that long journey. How do you sustain? That's really super important. And that, that's what you guys are talking about there. Now, let's talk. So we'll finish finish that story. So then you started, uh, you got so, into that, that, that point, And then. Yeah, so eight, she comes into my life. And then, um, you know, she's a school teacher. And then we really, there was a disconnect in the relationship. We really couldn't connect to each other. And I've always wanted to do it with someone, right? So she got into a, like a multi-level marketing thing called ACN. Mm-hmm. And I well, dang, you know, she's going to hustle. And I was seeing her like get her hustle on, on doing that. And I go, babe, we could do that. And we could pay those 10,000 hours there, or we could come into real estate where I've already paid 10,000 hours and we could do it differently. So we went to a date with destiny in, in Australia with Tony Robbins. And then she uh, chose to uh, quit her job. You know, what was that like? You ch- at that event, you said, I'm going to quit my job. Is that where you made that decision? Yeah. So that was the, it was literally the two weeks before school started in August of 2011 and like three days in, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm, I don't want to teach anymore. And he was like, okay, what's next? He was like, so then we, you know, little by little, we started talking about that had it. Had a bit of like super invigorating, like, like to make oh, that it, decision, like, I mean, yeah, just both. like, the, like, yeah. And scary, right? <laughs> and scary. I was like, it was both. It was, it was very exciting. And it was also scary. Like my, my whole family is pretty much teachers and, 
and that whole employee what are they gonna say yeah like i didn't even know what an entrepreneur really was until basically i met him i was like what what is that what do you mean you just work for yourself you you make money when you sell the deal and that's it like you don't have anything to anyone to answer to or anything so it was a big mindset shift for me and i think it's like you're reborn christy yeah yeah. i mean you had to let your old self die and now you're looking forward to the new you and I can totally relate to your story because yeah. I was right there with you, girl. <laughs> but a part, yeah, I mean, but I felt a little bit sad. But then, right. yeah, but I went down kicking and screaming. I didn't want to jump into the business right away. Oh, no. Okay, our yeah. story, yeah. So <laughs> carry on, carry uh, on, sister. I think, I think something that's interesting on both of our sides is you guys like, like Hawaii, but for us, we had never done a big, long trip. Like it was 21 days, we went to like four or five cities in Australia. And I think, I don't know this for, I don't want to speak for her, but I think that also like, she looks back and saying, hey, what I was making as a teacher, there's no way we could have afforded it. That was a, a one year salary was that trip, right? Yeah. So I think I was like, well, we really, if we really want to do this like this, then then there's just, you know, we, we want we, we want to adjust, we can adjust our income to fit the lifestyle we want, not the other way around, right? Um, I think get what you want. There's nothing wrong with wanting nice experiences. I mean, for us, it's more about the experience than it is about the actual material things at this point in our life. But why not? Why not have both? You know, so yeah, that's really cool. So and and so you take all that from that, and and now you guys are doing. What do you primarily do now? And like, what's your guys' roles now? So right now we're we're basically in the lending space. So we just lend money to operator to you know people that used to do what we used to do, which people is people like me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but prior to that, and talking about the seasons, I think that was once I once I um, retired from teaching. I didn't quit. I retired. And then we started the business and we started going into, you know, um, the fix and flip. We started buying rentals. We started doing the wholesaling. The, the, the wholesaling. Building, building we did the business, a, a, a right, little bit of all of it. Staff, employees, uh, physical the office, space, yeah. right, all that. And then once we had our daughter, which was in 2016, it kind of, we shifted gears completely. And we were then in that season of, okay, what, what can we do now to make things a little bit more passive, a little bit more like free time, like the yeah. lifestyle became so more. You guys fun. went back into the wholesale business and really built up a bunch of rentals, right? Yeah. And so, you, like, you know, you kind of took a break, and then all of a sudden, you go, you, you're, you're quitting. You're like, I, I want to go real estate full time. I want to yeah. live this entrepreneurial life. So you guys both say, Hey, let's jump in. Let's do it. You amount a whole mass of properties and and really put some work in. Yeah. And then and then you have <laughs> and then you have a, a, a baby, and it changes everything. <laughs> Yeah, and, and 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 you know what too? Like I think I think with the, going back to the seasons, and like you stop being fun, like like yeah. having a team. Like she used to, she used to kind of run the people. She used to kind of be the CEO and deal with the people. You know, feel like office space because I'm not good with people, right? You know, so but it's like I, I didn't want to deal with managing people. I like you know with the sellers. I like managing money. I like that piece. I didn't like dealing with the actual employees and staff. And she would help. And then like kind of once she left, she's a teacher. Baby, she knows how yeah. to. Yeah. work with people <laughs> and and once like once she left now i was in charge of that role plus everything else and it just it just stopped being fun and so i said you know what babe let's just it was her idea to say hey let's shut it down but you know it, it was tricky Corey, because my that's a bold idea though too yeah for something identity. that's working that's a bold idea right that was the hardest part walking away from something that was actually making us money and giving, your, and giving you affording lifestyle too right yes. we were netting seven figures a year on yeah. the on the fix and flip business, but it was a lot of, and I'm like, babe, let's but it can, I mean, it's a rabbit hole. It's an endless rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah, right. And um, yeah. And, and luckily, you know, we had some rentals. They had appreciated in value. We were cash flowing them, and then we sold everything, closed it all down, 
And then we started, you know, well, from that capital started, 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 you know, saying, hey, you know, how do we get on the other side and start being more on the money side and, you know, work deals together and just free up our time. And so you got into lending space. So that's an amazing story, by the way. So, like, <laughs> this is where most people, I think there's a lot of real estate professionals out there that get into this game and they go, even if they start holding stuff, they, they realize that they're not buying for it. They're always just flipping, right? You guys had, a, you came up with a bigger vision, which is, Let's have lifestyle. And the solution was, hey, let's sell everything and let's just we now we have money, let's lend it. Let's understand that model. So that's a whole new model to learn too. Now, how did you guys do that together? How did how did that become does that play on your strengths, Raymond? Or is that Yeah, I think early on um we were I mean, I was brand new to real estate, so I had to learn everything quickly. Um and I remember one time we were actually working from home. We actually when we decided to start our business, we actually moved in together that same weekend. So it was it was actually Thanksgiving weekend, 2011. I got home and I told my mom and my grandma, I was like, we're going to start a business. I'm going to, I didn't tell her yet that we had, that I was going to not teach anymore, but it's like, and we're going to move in together. And my mom was like, what? Excuse me? What? Yeah. So that was a big thing. It was moving in together. So learning how to live together, work together, and then, you know, build this, this dream that we had. And initially we didn't have the lending in sight. Like our goal was we're going to get all these rental properties and then we're going to live off the cash flow and it's going to be so amazing and beautiful. And, and then that turned into, okay, this isn't how it's working out. Like Grace says, like, our, yeah, our <laughs> tenants are not cooperating with our spreadsheets that say that they're going to pay. So that's when, that's when we just like that whole, just being, I guess it's agility or, or resilience, Flexible, flexibility. Yeah. Like we were able to see, which is how we've been able to, to, to just transition, not quickly because it's actually taken us two years to transition to this, but this place that we're at now, but being able to, to transition and say, okay, you know what, this isn't working. What can we put, what can we do to get to the next phase? And what can we do to the next and doing it together? When you talk about the doing it together thing, at first we were doing everything together, right? Like he would go to appointments. I would go to appointments. He would do cold call. And then he was like, he would tell me to cold call. I'm like, I don't want to cold call. So what we learned from that was what are our strengths and what are our weaknesses? What I am really good at, he's usually not good at. And then vice versa. So what we started to see was, okay, he's good at being the front man and, and going and seeing the selling the sellers and, and dealing with the vendors. I'm good at putting the contracts together, doing the research on the property, closing the deal, you know, doing the closing, uh, closing tracks. Like I, we started to see what we were each good all, at. All the detail stuff. All the detail behind the scenes stuff. It's critical. And so when we realized that, like, it was almost like a light bar. I was like, okay, so this is my lane and this is your lane. And then when we come together, like, that's where the magic happens. Because obviously, like he would say, like, he would tell me at the beginning, he's like, oh, if it was for you, we wouldn't close any deals because I didn't like any deals that were a little bit hairy. She was very conservative. And and if I, and then I was like, well, if it was for you, we'd just buy, you know, anything and, and lose money. And we're not doing that. We're not losing money. So really coming together and, and, and I think opposites attract in, in relationships. So I think for the most part, at least. And so really getting clear on what each of us was great at and then working off of those strengths. How do you fight fair? How do you fight fair? Um, I was going to say something. I'm not going to do I was going to say, well, I mean, we don't fight because I always win. So it just it's, doesn't it's, even... it's a great question. I think that I think at this point, Corey, like with, you know, one of the things that most proud us about us working together is how self-aware she is and how self-aware I am, where like if she's saying something to me in the past, I would fight it. But now I'm like, dude, she's calling me on something. And the reason I'm like, like not listening to it is because I'm fighting it. I'm fighting it. And there's some truth to it. So 
I've learned over time, like, all right, what is she like? She'll say this person, hey, look, this person wants to do a loan. Right? He's a B borrower at best. And why are you trying? Like, and I'm like, babe, I was, I'm, I'm so like in love with the person. You know us, I'm the eternal optimist, right? No, but babe, he's a good dude. He'll figure it out. I'm like, great, but look at the results. He's paid late a few times. Like, look at the, look at what's actually, ha- you, you know what I mean? And sometimes I'll miss that and go, you know what? She's right. Yeah, she's so so. Just knowing that's her strength, being able to read people, knowing what knowing, and then her knowing what my strengths are. Right, um, you know, a, a lot of personality testing. You know, disc, Colby, unique ability. Um, if you guys are working together, I definitely recommend those personality tests. So you can figure out who's good at what, and then how do you actually work with each other and allow iron to sharpen iron. A lot of us won't allow that because it sucks sometimes, right? To hear that. Hey, you're, you're falling short as a dad, or hey, you're falling short in this other area of your life. Dang, it sucks. But if she's not, you know, I'd rather her tell me than than not know. And then, you know, like, right. So, and these talks probably happen daily, if not weekly, between us. Hey, babe, you're falling off over here. It's just a constant, and it's not like, hey, someone's. It's just, dude, like this is not what you say you want. Let me help you get there. And vice versa. Hey, babe, you said you were going to go to yoga this morning, and you didn't. Like, what's up? Right. So. <laughs> Said Corey, never. (laughs) (laughs) Them are almost fighting words, huh, baby? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'd I'd probably cut you. (laughs) You didn't go to your bar class. What questions you want to ask, Joe? No, I mean it's 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 fascinating to me because when I listen to both of your roles, when we talk about business, I want to say that personally, I struggled in that area. What? would I be more valued at in the, in the business? Now, again, I went down kicking and screaming. I come from a corporate America background, district manager in a pharmaceutical company. I'm an alpha. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And Corey's an alpha. So how do two alpha dogs get along in the same court? So again, it's going back to your, I say it like this, not stay in your lane. I just say, know your role and shut your hole. So <laughs> that's how, that's how mama Kahuna rolls. So yeah, yeah. But when you talk about the specific duties, I am the closer. I am the one that, her, you know, herds in the, you know, we call it herding cats. Um, mm-hmm. I, I plan our events. You collect the money. I collect monies. Right. I'm the right. closer. So when we raise capital, I get them all ready and they get them to say yes. And I'm like, now you got to deal with Shelly. <laughs> okay. Like and Shelly works with an extreme aggression. Like it's very intent. Like she's, you know. I want to say, for like, you're Asian. I mean, uh, yeah, you mama know. don't mess around, man. Like, she don't play. When you said yes, she she thinks you mean it. Well, right? and it's it's either you in or you're out, and no hard feelings. But don't tell my husband yes, and then you're having reservations. So if that's something you need help working through, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push you for for me to take your money. If you're ha- like, we don't want it, right? So we always say, don't don't chase capital. The capital will will come to you. And so, um, but I'm very specific on what I need from each investor, right? Mm-hmm. I need this paperwork done. I need this, you know, done on this specific date. So, Corey, <laughs> I don't know how you used to do it, but um, you did. <laughs> Again, you know what? Like, like how we used to manage properties. You, you yeah. figure it out because you yeah. have to, but it's right. it's not like, you, you know what I mean? It's just part of but the business. But then you get someone that you can trust, like, and this, because yeah. really, the relationship when you're doing it with your, with your spouse, it's really about trust, right? Yeah. Like I've got to trust that she knows, and then and trust and communication, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, you know, there's no one that I know has my back better than my wife. But right. sometimes I'm like, what the hell, right? Like you, you know I mean? like you have the what the hell moments, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you're right. 
And then I just like, <laughs> and then I, sh- I, I put down my head, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I've been there. Right? Yeah. All right, so I just shut up and go back to my office, and I'll let you hang it. She's like, honey, like, I'm about, I'm playing chess here, you're playing checkers, you know? And so I, and I've, I've learned, I've learned to let go. And yes. so, because I'm a strong entrepreneur, and that's really hard. That's, I think there's a lot of listeners out there thinking about, like, when we have spouses that come in, and they want to be part of your business, Right. To let go is hard. Would you would you guys agree? Oh, absolutely. It was hard for us. It yeah. was very difficult, and I think one of the things that kept kept coming up as you guys were speaking was for for us one of the um, <clears throat> biggest learning lessons that we had when we did have the office and we had employees in the office was we had to come to the agreement that even though we were both, it was it was our business and it was our you know everything was ours. There had to be one chief. There has to be one person in charge that at the end of the day, there is no mommy said this and daddy said that. And we saw that early on with a couple of people. And it was like, okay, this is what we're going (laughs) to do behind closed doors. We can discuss and we can talk and we can all that. But in, in front of the office, like in, in uh, face to face, he is in charge and whatever he says goes. And if that's what he says, then that's what we're doing because it, and it was obviously very difficult for me because there were times where I was like, right. Don't give an Honey, answer. Does like, this sound familiar? It sounds so familiar. <laughs> but that helped us tremendously with all of the, you know, day to day stuff, even with the tenants. Oh, but I spoke to, you know, Miss Christie and she said this. And I'm like, hey, wait a second. Like, that irks me to, like, when they say, you know, when they try to push, you know, up, pit us against each other. And it was like, and that was one of the things that we learned early on, especially with the tenants, with the vendors, with our, our yeah. team members. Like, it was like, Ray's in charge. And if that's what Ray said, then that's what happens. And right. if later on I have to go behind closed doors, they'd be like, what the heck were you thinking? Are you crazy? Right. Yeah. And that was happening. It's just like your parenting. It's honestly like, like, exactly. like you exactly. wouldn't want to fight in front of your kids. So you got to yeah. pull back and be like, hey, listen, are we, we got to agree. This is how we parent. We yeah. do it this way, right? Yeah, great. Okay, now we're solid front. Let's go back to, the, right. to, to, to doing what we do. Right. But it really business is just like that, especially with your spouse, right? Yeah. Now, like, listen, people out there that are listening, I'm sure you've screwed this up, okay? We've screwed it up. <laughs> oh, yeah. we, we screwed it. We still screwed it up. I mean, we, we, we sometimes like, ah, like, oh, gosh, we just did that in front of our people. That's <laughs> bad, right? And then we we're like, let's not do that again, yeah. right? <laughs> you know? And, and it really, but your employees actually want that. They want you to be that unit. Right, and they understand that you're going to have your your lapses. They love you anyways, is what I found. Right, but they like it when there's clear, concise leader in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree. You know, wh- uh, what other obstacles do you, would you guys say that you guys have had to overcome in in working together? Well, I think the biggest question that we usually get is how do we not separate, but like draw lines? Like, okay, this is business time. This is personal time. This is you know, and and. Over the like, years, like you turn it off. yeah. Like when do you turn yeah. off? When do you turn off the business? And for us, again, we're preachers on do what works for you, figure it out. But for us, like we just don't turn it off. Like it's never just all. <laughs> it's just part of it. It's, it's all part, part of, of, all of the, it, right? Yeah. Give me some, baby. Because <laughs> we don't I, turn it off either. I'm sometimes I like, I like to turn it off. Well, that's the thing. Like there's moments where it's like you yeah. know what, Ray? I I can't. I don't talk to me about this right now because it's not. It's just and we not have boundaries. Hey Ray, if you want to send me something, send us something through this email if it's not urgent, right? But yeah. but normally if we're just on a lot, everything's urgent for Ray. Business, <laughs> oh yeah. Hey babe, here's what's going on. But we have set times. Hey babe, on this meeting every week we meet on finances. Hey babe, here's how money went out, money went in. Here's what we're doing with this. Here's what we're doing with that. Right? 
So there's there's scheduled times, and yet if if someone if something came up, we just hey, what's going on your day? We just talk about it. Yeah, I find that sometimes I'll be like, like we're going on walks, right? We're holding hands and walking our dogs, and then I'm like, because like <laughs> sometimes I get I get ideas in my head at the, and I'm always like building. I'm always building my business. I I tear it down and then I rebuild it, right? I do this. 10,000 times a day, and then I just want to share it with somebody, right? And and unfortunately, you know, Shelly gets the blunt of all my ideas, and they're not always good, right? But but, but that's that's my rule. I am that visionary. And I'm the integrator. So as an integrator, my mind totally goes to, well, how? crap, how am I going to build this? Like, how, whatever is it? Like yeah. step by step. She and it tells freaks- me no. <laughs> yeah. Because he's a white, he is a white rabbit chasing son of a gun. I tell you what, this man is no, or she, or she'll go, do you really want that? Or is that something that you just thought of? And then is it really going to work out? Does it fit your lifestyle? Some of us are like, yeah, it's a good idea over here, but is it actually like, think about it a little bit more. And then you're like, you know what, babe? That's going to require a whole bunch of other stuff that I don't really want to do right now. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no doubt. Well, so what's cool about, okay, this podcast is going to come out, I think, right after uh, the new year, right? And so what have you guys done for like planning for 2020? Did you start that a while back or like, what do you guys like, how do you start planning your goals, like life, business and, and all that? How does that work for you guys? Well, this whole thing was um, our end of the year kind of thing. We started in September and we just finished 75 hard. That's and awesome. Good um, for you guys. We did it together, which similar to what you were saying, like Ray started it like four or five times throughout this the beginning of the year and he just would fall off. I've, I've, fell and, I've not finished it yet, bro. Like, well, the fact was like seven or eight times. Yeah, like literally yeah. like every week he was like, okay, I'm starting. Okay, I'm starting. I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to commit when I'm ready to commit. And then finally I was ready. And we finished We're it. We're waiting for after the holidays. Well, right before the holidays. So it was perfect, right? And then we actually just did. We, we just recorded a podcast. What we think it comes out. Tomorrow. No, uh, no it Thursday. came out last week. That one oh, came out last, oh, week, on, last week. On uh, our New Year's stuff. So uh, on, on this whole same topic of what you're asking. Uh, the so last one, of the, podcast, one yeah. of the things that for us was in, was amazing was the fact that we did more towards the end of the year than we did the whole, uh, like, the, doing 75 hard, committing to 75 hard, which... If you look it up, it's it's a bunch of stuff every single day for 75 days. And it actually laid this really strong foundation for us that we didn't have toward the beginning of the year. In the beginning of the year, it was there was a lot of chaos. There was a lot of back and forth. There was a lot of like we were confused. We were lost. We didn't know what to do next. Like it was there was a lot going on, but there was nothing going on at the same time. If you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. and yeah. now come September, we start this this commitment, right? This and we and we did it together. So it wasn't, you know, like, oh, let's see what happens. It was like, we're doing this. Like, we're finishing this. We were actually on vacation at the beginning of December in St. Thomas. And it was the last, the last day of our, of our vacation was the last day of 75 hard. And so we wow. spent the whole vacation doing the things that we needed to do to, yeah. to complete this. Right. We were like on day seven. Anyway, we, can, we can't stop now. And it just laid such a strong foundation for us that that's what inspired us for last week's podcast, for example, was like laying that foundational stuff before you know, getting to, to January 1st, for example, like January 1st, everybody has a bunch of stuff that they want to commit to. But if you have to look at where you are and then start building that foundation little by little, because if you commit to something like 75 hard, but you're, you know, you, you don't, you, you never walk, you never drink water. Like if you, if you're like so opposite on the end of the spectrum that you're going to start something crazy like this, I'm not saying it won't work, 
But laying that foundation and seeing where we call it, Ray calls it the gray zones. Like, where are you gray? Like, where are you not? Feel, is it your health? Is it your relationship? Is it your business? Is it your parent? Is it your relationship with your kids? Is it your like relationships that are going bad in your life? Like, what are those couple of gray areas that you can look at and start there? Like, don't just say everybody's going to the gym January 1st. So I'm going to go to the gym January 1st. Like, do you even crazy. like the gym? Because yeah. I don't like going to the gym. Like, I am not a gym person. Like, I like yoga. I like walking. I like doing things outside. I like, you know, kayaking. Like, I like outdoor stuff. So I'm not going to commit to But people commit to going to the gym because they get somebody gave them a gym membership. And that's, that's it. Like, yep. get, get clear on what it is that you really want and what you want your year to look like. Like, where do you want to be next December? And then start from, like, the little baby steps. So, like, I think that's, for us, was huge is just, now what about vacation and stuff like that, like family time and things like that? How do you guys pencil that in your calendar? We're a little bit special. Like we basically are <laughs> diehards in personal development. So we basically plan our vacations or our time away through like what mastermind group or what seminar, what event. Like like Australia, our, our trip in 2011 was planned around Day With Destiny. And then we're like, oh, well, let's stay an extra week and let's stay, yeah. go a week early. So we try to do like right now we're going in January to to no in February to where is it? Yeah, Colorado? middle of January, not to LA. Well, the one that we're taking Valentina. Uh, we don't know if we're going to that one. Oh, so one for LA? example, in February we're thinking we're going to is it Aspen, Vail, Colorado, yeah, something Breaking Colorado, Ridge. some kind of skiing thing, right? Which we're yeah. not a fan of. But we're like, okay, we'll take that. We'll take our daughter. We'll take someone to to take care of her. We'll go to this event and then we'll plan around it. And for us, it's just it's it's like almost like it, it makes sense. Like we're learning, we're growing, and then we're exploring the city and play at. at the same time yeah right? and yeah. making so it making it both and that's where we integrate life and business and, and we can do both you know we're still talking about business we're still you know meeting cool people and we're also spending time with our daughter by the way i want to let you guys know together. you look great What's 75 that? hard you look amazing thank <laughs> you just want to say that we're, uh, we, we're a little we're a little fluffy right we now. we need to start 75 hard <laughs> Wait, honey. i'll do five days it's it's <laughs> Hey, you know, you want to commit? You want to commit with me right now on well, the podcast? Like, Christ, like, like, like Christy, like Christy said, you know, don't like don't get it. crazy, don't get crazy. If you've never done it, I need an accountability partner, honey. Well, then that would mean you'd have to go dancing with me because oh you know that was something that was just crystal no, you clear. Can go dance I like bar and I like to dance and I like to cook, so I'm going to culinary school. Peace Ooh, out, Mama nice. Kahuna is leaving the business. Okay. I like that. <laughs> Um, I think I, I think that you guys you guys will like like something that we've learned about about setting these goals and everything else is like everyone set the goals but then what's the daily really ritual you're gonna put right. in place to make sure you hit that and that, that it's sustainable and enjoyable because if you're going after this target whatever the target might be but you, you're not you don't have this daily practice so for example like a faith practice while well, I'm reading this book ten pages a day and then I I meditate and or pray for ten minutes a day but if I don't do that daily consistent habit. Then I fall off track and then I'm like, dude, what happened? Like where, like why, wh why did I go sideways on things? Well, I stopped doing my, my daily commitments. If it was to go to the gym and that's, or, or to stretch or whatever that is. So in every area, you know, faith, finance, friends, family, finances, right? You should have a, a daily thing you do where it's, it should take a whole lot of time, but that, that it keeps it you in check that, and it compounds like a, something as simple as a 45 minute walk, just a walk. Mm -hmm. Over seventy-five days is life changing. Yeah, yeah. we uh, like to so, walk a lot. Yeah. Now, and now, when you guys finished your seventy-five days hard, are you finding yourself still continuing your that that behavior? A lot the, of it. The ten page because I know. I mean, it's challenging. Yeah. Uh, like two workouts a day, drinking a gallon of water, 
doing your, you know, your, what is it? 10 pages of devotion of reading 10 pages of reading, yep. like a physical right. book, can be audible. Reading, yep. uh, um, a gallon of water, no drinking, whatever no the drinking. diet is, stick to it. See, Yeah. Mama yeah. likes her wine. So, you know, <laughs> it's just, you know what it, it's, it's, it's probably been the best thing we've done yeah. together as a couple. And then also in terms of, of like just honoring promises you make to yourself, like building self-confidence. Right. So like, and then, and then because you do it for 75 days, I've, I've been to a place in my life before where I've been in this kind of shape, where I've been in this kind of health, or I've, been, or I've had this level of faith or fitness, and then you, all right, cool, I made it. And then you kind of like let off the gas, and then yeah. everything kind of goes back. And I saw that happening for two or three days, and come Monday, as soon as we came back, oh, babe, I'm back on. I'm back on for, you know, wow. to live hard. So it's everything else 75 hard is, but, a, you know, five-minute cold shower a day. That's where I draw the line. Meditate, <laughs> meditate for 10 minutes. And uh, what's the other one? Oh, three, three additional commitments, like three things that, that need to get done that day to move the business forward that are not right. already part of your uh, habit. So three new items. And I just, I just like, I know that once you hit a target, if you don't set the next one above that, you, you end up, the thermostat you know, cools the thermostat down, cools yeah. down. And, and i've been there on when it happens oh, to the done, like so that's yeah. that's Corey's uh, mantra i am a I, I climb a mountain and then i, I go down it. <laughs> and then i'm like gosh dang it i need to climb the mountain again yeah. and right. I, but what i need to do you're right though is once i climb the mountain just look at another mountain to climb and just start start right away i, I learned right. it from tony robbins i mean i made the mistake of not setting that and then it's like you know what like let's just before you hit the goal hey what's the where, where Right, because because what now a walk is comfortable. So how do I get a little more uncomfortable with the walk? And now the, now a forty five minute workout is comfortable. How do I how do I change it up a little bit? That's kind of where I'm looking to now. How do I start to start start to like t- you know stay at that level if not more? Right. So yeah, what's the best advice you could give to couples that are out there that are working together that would would really help them? Well, let, let me back up a second before that question. One of the things we struggle with initially too that. One of the reasons why I would say to work together is, Corey, I'm sure you and Shelly didn't have the same money habits, right? She was raised a certain way with money. and So like this, this idea of our money blueprint. And then when we came together, like I looked at it one way. And I'm not saying that way is right. I'm just saying it was different. But us, like building it together, it started to align our values around money together. So when we say, hey, personal development, our budget for personal development, because that's what we're into, Huge. is pretty much inelastic, right? We don't, yeah. like if we want to do this mastermind, okay, we do it. If we want to do it, we do that, right? So but that came from doing it together. And yet initially kind of one of the biggest pain points was that because, you know, like entrepreneur, you kill what you eat, but she was used to having a paycheck. So when she came into the business, the business should have transitioned it a little bit easier by paying her a paycheck. But at that point I was in my own way and I said, no. And then it created a scarcity piece. And like, and it was, she'll tell you it was one of the best things that I could have possibly done because it taught her to actually build that muscle out. Um, so I think one of the one of the great one of the reasons for you to do this it's a be, it's a great way to align those money values together like nothing else. So like I'm not checking her where she buys or she don't buy. What I already know that her money values are very similar to mine, and it's what we've chosen and we built it together. And it wasn't what I originally started with because right. I had so to let me add to that. I'm just going to add a little piece <laughs> to that. Okay, every woman I don't care who you are needs a sneaky account. Okay, <laughs> Shelly has a sneaky account. It's an account. I'm actually on it, but I have no idea how to log into it or whatever. But I just we've put money into that account. It just kind of goes. It's for my girls' trips, and that's just for whatever Shelly wants to do, right? She wants to get her. She wants to get her nails done. I mean, like we share all our other monies together openly, right? But she's got one account 
that I call her sneaky account, and it's oblivious <laughs> to Corey Peterson, and I like it that way. I think she like you like it that way, don't you? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. You, I, yeah, sure. I mean, it's it is. Yeah, I, like when I want to buy you something, I can right, use or just my, stuff because I look at my accounts all the time, right? Right. And so I'd see it, right? Or I don't know. I just like that you have a sneaky account. I think it's important that. My sneaky count is a little low right now. Yeah, see, Uh-oh, you, it's uh, Christmas time. Need, need some additional funding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris has something similar, similar to that, and then and then she just Shelly will of, find it. checks made out to like my name or whatever. Like a, you know, she's like, oh, hey, I'll just I'll, I'll go to the bank, so honey. <laughs> this is fun to me. <laughs> and she knows that I don't look at it that hard, so I don't even know, right? <laughs> well, but I love that it, it's like that's what works for you guys, and like comes up for me is like people that when like you would make it wrong for her to have a sneaky account, or she would make it wrong for you to to, to look at her account because why are you looking at my stuff? Like it's that part where it's like you're making each other wrong, where things go sideways, and it's yeah. usually yeah. unfortunately around money with with most you know, relationships and marriage. And it's, and it's like that, those hard conversations, like I'm sure you guys set that up in a certain way after a certain conversation or a certain thing that went, whatever, whatever it was that brought you to that place. Well, it used to be holy hell. This is World War III. <laughs> Every Sunday night, it was like, we'd go to church and pray and get godly. And then we'd go home that night to do bills. And it was like, Where's the two dollars and fifty cents? I know you spent it. Why did you Tell go to me. Sonic? Yeah, you know? she would lock herself up in the bathroom and cry. I mean, it was it was it was it hurt my it hurt my. It I'm like, honey, this is interrogation, yeah. man. Like, you're killing me. Yeah. One day, and then one, I don't know what it was, but I just got so so. We used to have this rule when we first got married, when we were dating. We're like, okay, if it's over a hundred dollars. Let's both agree it. on it. Mm-hmm. Now, now that rule is totally has been gone. Yeah. So, um, but it was, it was, I just, it was frustrated. I'm like, you know yeah. what, dude, I'm, I'm done. You, you want to, <laughs> you handle the finances and I just turned yeah, it over you to you early on in our marriage. I just got so, I'm like, why am I arguing with you? Why am I fighting with you? It was so uncomfortable. And then, and really it made me have to step up. Right? Yes. It was really weird how that, how we transitioned that. Uh-huh. Of like, because we have shared accounts. Like, we just have all our accounts are, are together, right? Like, we don't have, I mean, except for a sneaky account. But like, it's our. It's always been our money, all right. right? Yes. And so, but what it did is, I had to step up. Mm-hmm. I really had to step up, and then started really paying attention. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm still the spender in the in the in the family. Like, Corey's got ideas and stuff. And <sighs> I just put a bid on a twenty five thousand dollar Jeep yesterday too on eBay. <laughs> There you see, go. There, the, see, these are the things I don't know about. I I still shop at TJ Maxx and <laughs> Target. Like, like Target I, every time. I'm just you know I don't. I mean I like some nice things. Corey has right. always been the bigger spender. I usually buy her jewelry because well, she. Hold on, what, go room. back to this Jeep thing. Oh. What are you? What are you talking about? <laughs> Man, I went. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it. It's a bid, right? <laughs> it's Christmas. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I probably won't win. Is Daddy buying himself a new? present man i went to i went i went you know i went uh with a bunch of guys and they went jeep and they went on a jeep thing here in arizona and it was really cool and oh. so they're like you got to join the club it was cool. it's like, so i was like this is like a mastermind right? oh there it's an go. investment same yeah. amount same amount of money right i mean but i get a jeep out of it and i thought it was for an these guys sold me birthday. no no this is for Corey. <laughs> That's i love that this hey because they, this is what this is what got me Ready? Ready? Okay. They're like, Corey, we're going to use these Jeeps as tools to go meet 
and put a friend or someone, a good, like, Raymond, you're going to be in my Jeep one day. I'm gonna, you're going to fly out, and you're going to come wheeling with me and my, my little group of friends, and we're going to put you in a Jeep. And we're gonna we're gonna create some relationships, and we're gonna build the bonds, right? And dude, that's all I needed to hear. I'm like, dude, I'm in on that idea. Like that's that's growing. That's gonna move my business forward. I already know it is. Love it. Well, Christy and I are gonna start our uh, a yacht club. There you go. She we just gotta yachts. put a bid on a yeah. boat. We're gonna put a bid board. on a boat, and it's gonna be a, a women's mastermind. There you go. <laughs> it's gonna be lots of wine. <laughs> yeah, with lots of wine. You know, but at the end of the day, you guys, you know, you guys are a true testament of couples coming together and really working um, the business, and and but it, and in love. I mean, there's no doubt. You guys are in love. I can see it. I can hear it. Right, and that's special. Not very many people get that gift. I see people, I mean, honestly, look at our neighborhood. We see people all the time that are walking around in a marriage not fulfilled or happy, right? And it's sad. It is. And it doesn't have to be that way, I don't think. <clears throat> I mean, to go back to, and I agree with you. Yeah, I have, to go my, back I have to my answer. Question, yeah, I think I have mine too. It. Is it the same? I don't know, go. Uh, for me, is commit. Like, all in. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm committed to her, and I'm committed to this business. And come hell or high water, no matter what, we're going to make this work. We're going to figure it out. And once we made that commitment to ourselves, to each other, and then to the business, like, we're going to figure it out. It's just inevitable. It was just, it was, it was just not in God's time. It was just bound to happen. And we weren't going to, I wasn't going to let her go anywhere. She wasn't going to let me anywhere. And we just, we're going to figure it out no matter what. I think that's the biggest thing is people will give each other like the option of, hey, if it doesn't work out, we have, there wasn't a plan B. We're all in and we're all in together. And this is a vision we both shared of what we wanted our lives to look like. So that, that was, that, that's my answer. And I think to piggyback off that, like, and know that there's going to be seasons like we were talking about, knows that, know that there's going to be like, right now we're in a, in a great season of our life. And we also know that two years ago, we were in a really crappy season of our life where we were closing down our business. We were learning how to be parents. I was, you know, dealing with becoming a mom. Like there was a lot of bumps, right. But we had prepared for that as best as we could, right. By building those foundations, so that we know like there's going to be hard times and things are going to happen and, and, and being committed to, to figuring it out together. And I think for me, my answer to build off of that, too, would be like have those tough conversations. Like the, I think the reason why people are so unhappy is because they're holding so much inside and then it just builds resentment on resentment on resentment on resentment when it comes to money, when it comes to like right now, you know, for us, the holidays, like dealing with each other's families is. It's it's a real. Yeah, it's she's, special. She's got some special people, and I've got some special people. But together, and, we make it work. And we, but we know that it's coming, we, we so know. we prepared for it, right? So today we went to breakfast together, and we just kind of hung out. We had our our, our had peace time, time and yeah. then we know that later on there's going to be some chaos. And but like being okay with that, but really having those conversations that are going to move the ball forward in your relationship versus throwing everything under the rug and brushing it off and brushing it off, and then one day it just explodes, and then you've got two unhappy people. Because nobody yeah. talked about what they needed to talk about or what they needed to say. And obviously, through the years, we've learned how to say things a lot better. But at the beginning, I can tell you guys, oh, it's communication, right? Yeah. 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 And being yeah. honest and being honest with that. Being 100% honest. Well, like, well, even if it, like today, I told him something that apparently hurt rough, him, but yeah. bothered him. But I was like, I was just telling you how I felt. And I was like, I wasn't telling you this to make you feel bad or to hurt your feelings or to make you feel worse because he was already feeling not good. But I was like, right. I need to speak my truth because. If not, all that's going to just bottle up, and then one day it's going to really explode into something right. unnecessary. And sometimes so, you get the right reaction because sometimes when that hurts, like she <laughs> does that to me sometimes, and I was like, "Man, that really hurt my feelings." She's like, "Well, I didn't want to hurt your feelings, but right. like, I'm just like telling." And you're like, 
Uh, then you gotta like gotta eat it, and you're like, yeah. That was a hard part for me today. Is I, I had to own that, right? Yeah. So yeah, but but once you own it, and and kind of like I think the, the second point that we both I think we share as a group here together is you see that amongst great couples is the commitment to personal development and growth both together and individually, right? So that so that you guys are growing together, so that the relationship is growing together. We go to events on relationship together, like we 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 invest in our relationship, and I think that's and in yeah. yourself. First, you're dating right? so all that, the time. Yeah. Like you guys are trying to date and do stuff. Even, you know, you're, and you have kids, but you're still dating. You're still making time. Like, you, I, you know, yesterday, earlier in the show, it was like, we're going on vacation. We're going to bring someone to watch our kid so we can go do some stuff on, on our own. Right. You know, and, and sometimes you've got, to, you've got to plan. We've always done that. Yeah. That was our gift to ourselves. I think for children, the best gift that you can give your children is loving parents, loving having a loving relationship. So every anniversary, Corey and I, we've always made it a point to go somewhere or do something. If you don't have a lot of money, go just go do a, a, a vacation and or we call it staycation. we call it staycation in Arizona. <laughs> but just do something together as a couple mm-hmm. without your children. I oftentimes I have a lot of friends that are like, oh, I can't, I can't leave my children at home. Oh, I got to bring them with them. I'm like, well, girl, how? Girl, you gotta leave I'm like, you gotta, you gotta spend yeah. the one-on-one time with your spouse. Yeah. That's the best gift I believe that you can give your children is having Absolutely. a great marriage and being that role model for your, yeah. for your children. And so now Corey and I are, uh, we're, we're in these years of where we're experiencing almost the empty nester. Our so you guys are in the infancy oh, stage. Yeah. Right. I'm going to tell you to enjoy your daughter to the moon and back we because are. Yeah. Once I get in high school and I have 15 friends. things change like, dude, I mean, where are our kids? We're downstairs. I, I feel like we're. And they're up in their rooms doing what they do. We're like, dude, are we. It's like, I feel like it's just us It's now. a preview of what's happening. <laughs> yes. It's going it to be like, yeah. And, and you know what? I'm so thankful that I like this guy a lot. Right. Because yeah. think That's about what happens. it. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of families out there where they just, they've grown apart. And yeah. the only thing that's kept them together is their children. Kids, and yeah. I'm telling you, when the kids leave the nest. Yeah. Guys, final word for you guys on uh, what you'd like to tell any listeners out there about relationships and business. I think just even if you don't work together, right? Like we have our business together, but even if you don't work together in the business sense, like you're still working together. You're still running a household. You're still raising children. You're still paying bills. You're still doing all of these day-to-day things. So that for us was was is huge when we when we meet other couples or even friends of ours. It's like you're still running a business. Your your marriage and your life is a business, right? You still have to do all these certain things to yeah. get to that next level. And you want to make sure that you're enjoying the process. And if you're not enjoying it, then do something about it, right? Because that's that's what happens. We brush things under the rug and we just don't look at it. And we both experienced, you know, from our parents being divorced, it was sucks, right? It just it's not yeah. fun. Like divorce is never a good thing. And like Ray says, it's also really expensive, not just financially, but in, in so many other ways. And just like you're, you're, if you run, if you treat your business, if you, if you would treat your relationship, like you treat, like most people treat their business, then like you, you're paying attention to it, right? You're, you're constantly nurturing your business, do the same with your relationship. And, and it's just, and, and the more, the better relationship you have, the better business you're going to have. Like that, I 100% believe in no matter what. The, 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 the better your relationship is, the better you're going to show up to life. The better you're going to parent. The better you're going to feel. The better you're going to you know, look. The better you're going to everything, right? It's just such a strong foundational piece of life that once you get that piece going, everything else is going to flourish. So. Yeah, I agree with preach, that. Christy. Preach. Yeah, Ray's like, drop the mic. So listen, uh, I want to plug a couple things here before I let you guys go. 
first of all, uh, you know, your guys' business, Summit Home Buyers, or how, how, for lending, for because you help multifamily guys, people like me, um, it's all about relationships. So you need to go probably start a relationship with Raymond. How do how do they how do they find you guys? We're on Facebook. I'm on for, Instagram for business, as well. For business. Oh, for business, you can best thing probably do is just email me and you know, or have Corey make an intro. If they know you, Corey. Have, you know, make an intro. Everything we do is relationship driven. So if we you know uh, someone makes an intro, that's how we we do that. We do regular hard money, and then we also do uh, multifamily lending as well. Cool. And then um, on the relationship side. Your podcast is called Both on Board, right? And uh, so if you if you like if you like this stuff, because this is all you guys do, just an extreme amount of um, coaching. This is where I think you, Christy, you do your best teaching. I mean, I've listened to your you your know. podcast, and I love. I mean, it really is. Uh, you're very good at it, by the way, and you bring it. Oh. In, and it's really enjoyable to listen to. Thank so, you. So um, I'm just going to highly recommend that you check out both on board, especially uh, if you're in a relationship or you're thinking about getting a relationship. Um, it really has some valuable nuggets that I think that you can use to to grow your life and your experience and your business and to do it in a way that just makes so much sense. So guys, with that said, man, I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for uh, showing up and being part of this. It took us a while to get us on our schedules. Yeah, <laughs> honey, you got any last comments you want to say? No, thank you. Thank you, honey, for having me on the show. And it was such a pleasure meeting you finally, Christy. And just her, her and I are like kindred spirits. Oh, uh, there we go. Well, for everybody out there listening, like, listen, you know, everything happens. It starts with, uh, you know, a plan and, a, and really more, more importantly, an idea. You know, the power of our brains, the power of your thoughts and your thinking and what you believe is so vitally important to life and success. Because if you believe it, you can achieve it. And your paradise is possible.